Who would you be as a parent if you didn't have a parenting hat? If you weren't trying to be a specific type of parent that creates a specific type of kid? What would you care about if you were to step into your own true nature and parent from that place of security and wisdom? What values would the real you want to help your children develop that are deeper and more important and would make behavior problems take care of themselves? Welcome to the Transformative Parenting Podcast, mindset-based communication and leadership advice for highly capable, super smart parents. Because when you change the way you think about your kids, you actually change the way your kids think. I'm your host, Paula Kaywall. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to episode five of the podcast. This episode is called Parenting Hats and Maintaining Your Center. And in this podcast, I really, really want to examine who we become when we take the word parent and use it as a verb. And we do this thing called parenting. And it looks something like this. Let's say you get a notification from the school that your child has a missing assignment and their grades have gone down yet again. Immediately, your mind reacts with a torrent of thoughts. You can feel the tension in your body rise and you start to mentally prepare yourself for having to go confront your child about it. And you put on your parenting hat, possibly some armor for what is coming next. Maintaining centeredness and grounding within ourselves is one of the hardest skills to master when it comes to parenting because for many of us, parenting is reactive. The reason for this is that life with children comes at you very fast. We don't always have the resources or the foreknowledge of how to be proactive before we are placed in a situation that stresses us to an extreme level and challenges our ability to remain grounded and centered. The key to being proactive in these situations is developing an awareness of who we become when we are in our state of reactiveness as a parent. Now, this is an interesting question because we are not ourselves much of the time when we parent. Well, what do I mean by that? I mean that many of us become someone else when we parent, especially if our personality is less structured, more creative, extremely self-motivated or independent, or non-confrontational. Why? Well, it's because we haven't yet learned to integrate needing to exact control over a situation with our personality template so that they can both exist in the same place. Our personality seems ill-equipped to handle the situation, so we become 
someone else who can. And that someone else who can, that persona becomes our parenting hat. The problem with this stepping into something we're not is that it takes a tremendous amount of energy to erect and maintain and is really unsustainable over the long haul of being a parent if you have to keep it going for extended periods of time. This energy drain exhausts parents to a point where they lose touch with themselves and they start to really dislike who they are becoming. And this dislike of who they're becoming because they spend so much time there interacting with their kids starts to become a dislike of their children. It bleeds over into the relationship. It starts to get somewhat negative. And the reason for this is that there's a lot of correcting that needs to be done and you're having to step out into a place that requires a great deal of energy all of the time in order to do the correcting. So I call this situation a parenting hat. It's a persona that we take on to perform different aspects of our parenting duties where we become someone else in order to be the parent we think we need to be in that moment. And we can have more than one hat that we use for this. A parenting hat is reactive. It's a defense mechanism we've learned to deal with these difficult parenting situations over time. And I will talk about a few of these different situations and how it subtly develops. And, and these are situations everyone has had to deal with as they're child grows. Um, But on today's podcast, we really want to examine who we become when we step into parent mode and consciously evaluate if that's who we want to be or whether or not we're losing some vital part of ourselves trying to become something, someone we're not. And lastly, we'll examine how to parent from our internal power as our authentic selves, leading from the inside of who we are rather than putting on some kind of parent face that we show the world. So how do we become someone else when we parent? How does this division of self happen, and why does it occur? The becoming someone else when we parent is insidious, and it happens really subtly over time. It happens when you adapt. Uh, when you doubt your ability to parent. Like when you can't console your crying baby or when you can't control the behavior of your child and your toddler has a meltdown in the middle of the store or when you exhaust yourself in forcing boundaries like you come back from a weekend at a friend or relative's completely not childproof house and you've spent the entire time chasing, moving, and removing dangerous and breakable items from your child without a moment's peace while everyone else had fun and relaxed. It can happen when someone, say a friend or relative, has a different expectation of your child's behavior than you do. And maybe that becomes a negative experience for your child and so you start to behave differently to head off that friction. You intercede and redirect your child so that your child won't be in conflict with that person. 
the authentic way to handle these situations is not to become someone else, but to stand in your power and your values as a parent and require other people to bend and mold a little bit more to you instead of you bending and molding to everyone else. And we'll talk about what that looks like later on. But when we are insecure, when we are doubting our ability to parent, we will just flow like water to what everyone else's expectations are or to just make the situation stop. So when we're talking about this division of self that happens to people when they're putting on their parenting hat, I think of it as pretzel parenting because I see it as an attempt to twist and mold ourselves into a model that we've come to associate with what a good parent is or should be or what makes us and our children acceptable to the people around us. Um, Anytime we find ourselves thinking in terms of should, that should be a red flag because you're taking your current situation and you're wrapping it into something that is a model in your head. This model in your head is not even necessarily based on reality. That's the problem. And it has nothing to do with us, our strengths, weaknesses, our values, our leadership style, or even our comfort. It has everything to do with a projection that we have either created or accepted from society at large as to who we and our children should be and how we should act in order to be a good parent and a good child. This requires that we shut out and bury any part of ourselves and our children that doesn't align with that idea and deny our own power and individuality to be wise and thoughtful and act from our own ideas about our values and leadership style, uh, what we want for our children in our own lives, and what we think about parenting and society and having our own system and way of doing things. But without self-awareness, without thinking about who you are as a parent and who your child is as an individual and honoring you both by shaping these situations differently, you just react to everything all the time. It's like you're a pinball in a machine and every time the score goes up and you bounce off an obstacle, you lose more energy and you lose touch with who you really are. Unfortunately, our children know and sense we are being fake and twisting into knots. They know that we are not the confident leaders we're pretending to be. And it creates distance between us because they sense that denying of ourselves and we're denying them the right to be themselves in the process. If we do not allow our own true selves to come out and do not model being comfortable and powerful in our own skins, they get the message that they've got to hide their true selves as well. I mean, clearly it's not safe to have that side out in the open if even mom and dad hide it. This is the exact opposite message that parents want to send. 
We want our kids to feel safe and secure in who they really are, comfortable in their own skin, clear on their relationship with themselves, strongly grounded in who they really are and interested in interacting with the world around them. When we are in these situations, we often rush to a fix-it mindset. You know, we just want that behavior to stop. And we don't think too much about what we are teaching to stop it. If we focus more on the values underneath behaviors and the teachable moment we have in front of us, if we focus on who we want to be as parents and mentors and who our children can be as wise beings, understanding what it means to be self-aware, kind, and have compassion for themselves and others as they interact with the world, then we can relax and ground and sink into ourselves in the moment, reconnect with our children, and have a completely different experience. So if we go back to those situations at the earlier part of the podcast, um, like when you can't console your crying baby, and all you can think about is how you should be able to make your baby happy, maybe you could consider that your baby's happiness is not your job. Your job is to make sure that your baby is safe and to make sure your baby is fed and to make sure your baby's needs are met. And if your baby's needs are met and you cannot control the baby's crying, maybe the baby just needs to cry and you're there, you're compassionate, you're not angry, you're balanced and you're centered and you're allowing your baby to cry. That's very different from thinking that you should be able to stop it. When your toddler has a meltdown in the store and everyone's staring at you, if you know, if you're really clear that when you go into that store, you're teaching your child how they need to behave and the meltdown is part of them learning the boundaries and their reactions to those boundaries that you've put into place then you can very confidently navigate that situation because you know what you're doing. You have a, a purpose in what's happening here and allowing your child to have the experience. If you're coming back exhausted from enforcing boundaries um, at a friend and relative's house because it's not childproof, well, in order to enjoy yourself, you may ask your friend or relative, if they can put things up or if they would allow you to put things up so that you can actually enjoy some downtime too. You see how differently you would behave if you're acting from and honoring your true self, your true uh, feelings, because you've thought about how you want to parent. You've thought about what it is that you're doing. You've thought about what your job is. And you've thought about what your role is and you've understood some of those mindsets that are operating that are not useful. Who do you become when you parent? What does that look like for you? Are you being yourself or something else that you think you should be? Who would you be as a parent if you didn't have a parenting hat? If you weren't trying to be a specific type of parent 
that creates a specific type of kid? Who would you be if you could be yourself as a parent? What would you care about if you were to step into your own true nature and parent from that place of security and wisdom? What values would the real you want to help your children develop that are deeper and more important and would make behavior problems take care of themselves? What would it feel like to be able to set all this down and just parent as the real you? What would it feel like to parent relaxed and confident instead of wound up like a spring under tension all the time? What if you weren't dragging this parenting boulder uphill and you had energy left over for all the other things in life? Something that I think can be a really valuable tool for developing an awareness of your parenting hat is creating a parent I want to be journal in which you outline and brainstorm ways to proactively develop this approach. So you think about the values you want to instill, the kind of parent you want to be. You think about your child and their personality and their gifts and talents. And, um, you start to brainstorm your approach and you reflect on times when you've slipped into the parenting hat or the mindsets that have taken over and you think of how you want to set yourself up for the next day. So you reflect at the end of the day, you kind of draw yourself out a plan for how you want to be the next day and you revisit that in the morning when you wake up. It can be a really valuable tool to start to notice these patterns and and, um, who you become when you're parenting. And some of those uh, things you're going to really like, and some of those things you're going to think, hmm, I think I'd like to make an adjustment. And that's what the journal is for. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast about the parenting hat. And if you find value from this podcast, please go over and give it a five-star review and subscribe. Well, that's all for this week. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Transformative Parenting Podcast. If you'd like to go deeper than you've ever gone to become the leader your child needs, head on over to www.makeyourparentingeffective.com to learn how.